Hey y'all, let's talk about making your week a whole lot easier with Factor. Picture this, gourmet meals, dietitian approved, delivered straight to your door. No fuss, no hassle, just deliciousness waiting for you. Whether you're keto, calorie smart, vegan, or anything in between, Factor has over 35 options a week to choose from. And the best part is they're ready to eat in just minutes. But it's not just meals. Think snacks, smoothies, and all the good stuff in between. Plus, it's budget-friendly, way cheaper than your typical takeout, and way healthier too. Let's just say Factor gets you. It's perfect for our busy lives, offering flexibility with 6 to 18 meals a week. And don't worry, if you need a pause or reschedule, they got you. And let's talk about cleanup. With Factor, there's none. Meals come ready to heat and eat. So say goodbye to cooking and cleaning. So ready to simplify your life? Well, go ahead and head to factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 and use our code blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. That's code blackgirlflow50 at factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Liv and I are no stranger to how challenging navigating your 20s can be, from keeping up with old friends and the process of making new ones, to navigating new jobs, relationships, and sometimes the uncertainty of the future. This is why we talk with Jasmine Watts, who's a social media strategist and lifestyle influencer who talks about all things happening in your 20s. She joins us to share some powerful mindsets that we can all adopt in our 20s that will make surviving it just a little bit easier. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We hope that you guys are all doing well. I don't know about y'all, but it just feels like this year is flying by. Like we're already in pretty much like the second half of the year. And I'm really just trying to reflect on all of the memories and all of the money I've spent in the past six months. I was off my rocker from January to June. And now I'm like, okay, time for me to actually get it together. Time for me to get it together. So I don't know how y'all are feeling, but that's that's how I'm feeling right now. Today, we have an extremely special guest joining us today. Jasmine Watts, thank you so much for being here and, and joining the BGF community. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. No, we are huge fans of Jasmine's platforms, and we're going to get into that a little bit more later, but y'all already know we start, uh, start off our 
podcast episodes with a pulse check, just a time for us to check in with how we're doing mentally, emotionally, physically. Lex, I'm going to pass it to you to start us off. Well, I think today is like monumental because this is like the first time in a while you haven't talked about zodiac signs within the first oh 10 gosh. minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I don't know what award or badge you need to get, but I'm sure there are people like, wait, where's the astrological update? I know. I definitely feel you on the like halfway through the year inventory because I just feel like I had this conversation with some like good friends because about like planning to go to one of my friend's weddings. And this is like the first wedding within like my very insular group of friends. And yeah, we were like, so is this what we're doing? Like, has the friend group collectively decided like this is what we're doing? Cause I'm like, I feel like my life's going to be run on a completely different time frame and like cycle of like wedding season. And you know how the song goes, you know? Yeah. First comes those wedding bells, then comes <laughs> the babies. And I'm like, I was like, I was like, yo, like, is this what we're doing? Right. So I'm feeling not just that the year is going by, um, but also just that, like, I feel like I'm getting older Yeah, and I'm in denial. The clock so. is ticking as they say, <laughs> you hear it, right? <laughs> But other than that, I think definitely still just enjoying the summertime. Um, I think just continuing to ride that wave, it came a little bit delayed, um, but just enjoying that. And I feel like my life's a little bit planned through September already, but just kind of trying to take it all in stride. So Mm. Jasmine, I'll pass it to you to check in with us, how you're doing physically, mentally, all the good things. Yeah, I love that. First of all, I love that you mentioned that your friends are getting married because I went to a Christian college, so everyone got married, like it's engaged already or getting married. And I'm like, what is happening? Going to a wedding in August. I planned that out. And I'm just like, how old are we that I'm going to my friend's weddings? It's just like, doesn't seem right. We just graduated. It's like, whoa, where did you find the time? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. So I'm totally with you. I also feel like I'm just now starting the summer, even though it's like July, it's like started in June, but I'm just not getting into like those summer vibes. I think for me, like I'm feeling pretty good today. I had the day off, which is weird because 4th of July, we got Monday and Tuesday off. So I'm like, this is almost too much time off. Four day weekends is a little too long sometimes for me. I'm like, I need to get back into it. Like I'm going way too much into like vacation mode. Um, but overall, I think I'm feeling pretty good. As I mentioned earlier, I just moved to New York. So I've been very much just trying to get acquainted with my location, where I'm at, the vibes here, the cultural differences. And so I'm excited to explore more of that this summer as I'm like taking on all the new like summer vibes, as I said. So feeling good, feeling energized and definitely looking forward to like what the summer has. So yeah, New York is a vibe. New York is definitely a vibe. There's so many energies though. It's literally like, (laughs) there's so many different types of people. And the the thing about New York that I love is that you can literally do anything on the street and no one will care because (laughs) kind of like a matrix up there. It's like, no, like there's so many different types of people doing whatever they want. And it's really refreshing. It's a refreshing energy for uh, that we experience when we are in New York. But I guess for me, my pulse check, like I said, the years flying by, I think I really battle with going with the flow and then being very regimented and like disciplined mm-hmm. with my goals and stuff. It's like, I'll set a goal. And then like a week later, I'll be like, but what is a goal? Isn't our goal to just live <laughs> on this planet? Like we're all just humans experiencing our, our own experience. And, you know, so I go back and forth constantly with, um, with how I'm feeling and how I'm showing up. But I think over this past four day weekend for me, I 
relaxed. And it was kind of like a weird feeling because I'm kind of similar to you, Jasmine, where it's like, okay, well, I'm ready to get back to work. Not necessarily corporate work, but like work that I enjoy doing, like my passion projects on the side. And I was just chilling and I was taking naps at like 2 p.m. And I'm like, okay, like I can do this. Like I don't have to do anything, just like coaching myself. That's the Capricorn in me. Yes. Sorry, guys. I'm going to continue to make my astrology. <laughs> mentioned. There's your mention. Astrology yeah. references. I couldn't hold it in, but hey, we're, we're out here and we're, we're navigating it. I know. I feel like one of the perks of getting to live together is I see that happen in real time where like she came back from the kind of the last summer vacation, which was like very early on in the like May, April, May-ish time. Mm -hmm. She was like, no more. Like I'm done. I'm in North Carolina with you. Like we're, we're sitting ducks. And I was like, okay, bet this girl comes downstairs. So I think one more, just one more, just, just one, one more, more sure. just, just one, one more. more. I'm like in real time, I can see, I'm like, what were you up there napping? You must've been napping and dreaming of a beach because you were like, yeah. this needs to be in my life. I think so. And I think that's, that's a big reason why we decided to invite Jasmine onto the show because she talks so much about navigating your twenties and this idea of like, okay, like, well, maybe we should be setting the brick by brick, like foundations. And then actually, no, like maybe we should just be like living and like investing in our friendships and, you know, being on our own vibe. So that's why it was super dope that, uh, you know, you, you decided to join the podcast, but to just give our listeners some more context into your platform, we know that you originally started, you know, as a strategist, almost like a social strategist, um, on TikTok and you kind of blew up telling people how to grow their TikTok, how to be content creators. And now you're doing more lifestyle content, but how did you even get into that space? And like, what inspired you to be on social media and a content creator? Yeah, great question. I would say like so many things in the past few years, like not planned at all. I was working previously as a social media strategist for an agency. And we were like, let's see like how we can do on TikTok. And so I would just like post for fun. And then I got a new job similarly in social media and I was constantly studying the social landscape of like how apps are innovating and changing and obviously TikTok coming onto the scene really just disrupted a lot of things and I was so fascinated by that and I would just like record my thoughts and I think one day I stitched this video that was like what app do you think is going to die and I was like Instagram and this is why and people like freaked out. And it was the first video I did that actually like blew up before I was just kind of like posting whatever. And so from there, I'm like, okay, if people are interested in hearing me talk about my thoughts on social media, on social media, which is like so meta, <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe I can like continue with this. So I just kind of started playing around with that like niche, if you will, and started creating more content in that same vein. And that's sort of where my like social TikTok kind of blossomed and bloomed. I think after some time though, I definitely felt very pigeonholed by that niche because I was like, okay, well, I want to like show more of my lifestyle. Like this whole social media aspect of things is just a small sliver of who I am and what I care about. And I feel like I have things that I'm going through and values and lessons that I want to share with people. And this doesn't really seem like the platform to do that on. So Rather than trying to pivot, I literally for fun just created a new TikTok and was like, okay, I'm going to like create a new one and be like based on my thoughts and my life. And that's sort of where I've been focusing on recently. And it's been so much more fun. I feel myself 
definitely kind of giving, letting go of that pressure to stay within a niche. I think as much as people say on TikTok, it is the one of the fastest way to grow because, you know, you're focusing and you're having consistency. But at the same time, I think when it comes to like diversity and giving people a well-rounded view of who you are, you have to not niche down. So I've kind of seen the value in that. And it's just been a lot more fun. So that's kind of how I pivoted the two. I still kind of occasionally post on my social page, but I've definitely pretty much migrated most, if not all my energy to the fun, like lifestyle me page. And so far it's been doing okay. So we'll see how it continues to like blossom and grow, but that's definitely where I see continuing to invest my energy. I think that's like so impactful. And I, I really like that you're like, it's not always about niching down. And I think that also opens up a space to say like, how do we actually integrate more of our passions and alignments into these platforms? Cause it is kind of, you know, there is this kind of meta meta piece to it, right? Like talking about social media on social media, but then there's also this other piece about like, how do you authentically open up your life and like start to share those inside thoughts. And I think sometimes when we talk to folks, that's the success that like at the end of the day, we can add all of these like bells and whistles to things, but people really vibe and respect authenticity. And I think that's something I always encourage black women to like lean into uh, because we will get stuck in all of these trying to like niche down or fit into a box. And I'm like, yo, sometimes yo success is wrapped up in the best version of you. Like we got to stop playing around. Um, And I think that's definitely what we get from the content that you produce on your page is just that like, oh yeah, like this, this is it. This is definitely, this is the daily reminder, the like check in with myself to get ready with me. That is like this, I can feel that it's like, it's the integrated self, not just like a one pigeonhole or one thing. So I think stepping into that is so major. And it kind of reminds us that like, you know, there's a lot of you know, things that we're dependent on in our twenties, you know, there's so many things kind of changing and evolving. And it sometimes leaves us with that question of like, who are we, you know, whether it's, you know, changing jobs, moving, you know, evolving social groups, some people getting married and you're like, we doing that, you know, it's all those things, you know, how, how do you feel like in the, in the day-to-day and the nitty gritty, you've kind of adjusted to those ebbs and flows of life. And what do you think's like made you successful in some of those adjustments? Cause we can always say hindsight, it looks great, but like in the moment, what does that feel like? How's that, have you navigated that in your twenties? It's so tough, right? Like I, I love that people say, I feel like a lot of more people are recognizing that your twenties are hard. It's not this like picture perfect coming of age story of your life. A lot of times the hardest lessons you're learning are hard lessons. They're not just like, Oh yeah, this is so fun. I'm loving, you know, this new growth I'm having. So for me, something that I, and you know, back to those mindset shifts that I really had with my twenties is I stopped seeing it as a time when I have to have myself figured out. Mm. which sounds like, duh, like who, who says you have to have yourself figured out by 24? Um, I think a lot of us feel that way. I think a lot of us have a pressure internally. That's like, how do I not know this by now? This is embarrassing. Like I'm out of college or I'm, I'm in this job. How do I not have this figured out? And so for me, I've really just shifted my mindset to think in them in a way that's like, okay, how can I collect experiences that are going to help form my values and guide me into the person that I want to be. 
sometimes those experiences are crappy experiences and they're things that I hindsight looking back wouldn't want to go through but I think it's a necessary part of my forming and all of our forming that we just need to go through and so I really shifted that mindset to kind of deal with those ebbs and flows to say you know what there's there's going to be seasons that I'm in that I'm not necessarily loving what I'm going through, but I know that this is creating me into a better person and I have a better understanding of who I am. For example, even being here, I know I mentioned New York. I've only been here since like, was it March? But I knew I was going to come here for my job for a while. And transparently, I was very much anxious about coming here. I'm like, I don't really know if I want to move to New York but I'm just going to give it a shot. And, you know, I have peace about it, but like, I will say I went through a whole period of just being really anxious. And that was my own kind of growth in its, in its own way. Um, coming here, it's been great, but recently I've been like, you know what, I don't really think this is for me. And as embarrassing as that is to admit, I'm like literally having to tell my manager, like that last week I was like, Hey, I need to start the process of moving back to California because I'm not thriving here. And I've discovered my values, which is, XYZ and it's not lining up with my location and where I'm at. And I just have to be honest. And I think that's something like overcoming that like embarrassment, but like embarrassment to who, or this need to feel that I need to have it figured out. Like I don't have it figured out. And I thought I had it figured out, but I don't. And <laughs> it's I'm dealing with what I have now. And I'm just learning to be honest with myself. So I think in some, I've really let go of that expectation to know what the heck I'm doing. And even when I'm in the middle of like, wow, I really don't know what I'm doing. Like right now, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, right. but I'm like, I'm just trusting my gut. And I know that this is helping form my values and making me a stronger person. So twenties are crazy, but really accepting things and the experiences you're going through, I think is the best way you can <laughs> move forward. No, I, I truly resonate with so much of what you're saying and as we were saying earlier, like Lexi kind of has a front row seat into me navigating like what it means to, I don't know, just be like a 23 year old navigating life. Like I'm learning how to cook, like for the first time, honestly. And it's like, people are like, well, didn't you ever like get to cook in college? Like, were you, did you write out the meal plan? Like all four years? I'm like, yeah, because this is just something that I've never really been forced to do in my life. Or mm -hmm. even just like navigating the dating world. Like, and I'm such an experienced type of person. Like you can probably tell me that something's going to suck, but I probably need to like experience it myself I in order for me so to like much. truly, right? <laughs> like in order for me to like truly yeah. understand how much it's going to suck. Cause like, I need to kind of, I need to make my own decisions, you know? Like I'm, I'm very clear on that. So I take a lot of L's weekly, daily <laughs> even, um, because, because I'm like that. But like, I think so what's helped me is I guess it, as we're on the topic of mindset shifts, um, something that's really helped me is switching from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, because when you think like, oh, if you're at a job or even as you're in New York, you're in a city that may not be resonating with you. And you're like, oh, but this is like the best I can do right now. Like this is, this is what I should be doing. Or just thinking that there's nothing better out there. Like this is just as good as it gets. This is my third city I've moved to. And this is just like, no, you have to think in a way that, you know, you deserve whatever you put your mind to. And whatever you want, like has the possibility and probably will like come to you at some point. It might not come within the timeline that you want it to, but like it's on the way. And so I think so many of us 
in our twenties, we think in this scarcity mindset of like, oh, well I'm with this guy and like, he's cool, but like, I'm not really sure if he's my forever, but like, he treats me fine. And, and we, and we, we accept what's less than for, than what we initially envisioned for ourselves, because we're so focused on like, okay, well, this is, this is what it is. And switching from that mindset to an abundance mindset is like, helped me in so many different ways. And I think just even, and I saw your TikTok that was like, your mom had that saying that was like, those who don't, what was it? It was like, those who don't yes. feel have to do or something like that. It was that. those who cannot hear must feel. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. like, and apparently <laughs> I'm like, I'm resonating. Cause that's me. Apparently it's like a Caribbean mom thing, which I had no idea after that video, but it's so true. There's some people that you just, if you hear it, it doesn't matter. You have to experience it. And that sucks. But if you know, you're that way. It's also like, how do you manage like not being just boneheaded, stupid, but then also knowing like, I kind of have to go through with this. And exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that idea of like knowing, knowing yourself, like that commitment of being curious and, and saying like, wait, actually, I do think that I yeah. need to go through this and I need to feel it so that I remember. And I think for myself navigating the twenties, and especially it is, I get a front row seat to her, but I always tell her, I'm like, I still don't have it figured out either. And it's funny. Cause she's like, that's the woman with the house in an Airbnb. And I sit in it and I'm like, what the hell did I just do? Like, I'm like, wait, who I literally, when I was buying a house, I was like, who is letting me do this? Like somebody <laughs> should stop me. And I'm like, I'm just going to go as far as I can and see until somebody is like, you little girl don't need a house. Is it getting and nobody like, stopped me? <laughs> is it getting like a little kid dressed up in like big okay. formal it's clothing? Giving, it's giving boss baby for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, but it is one of those things. I think that was something that I always trusted in myself. And I think there's another piece to this too. I think I got to that point of really understanding that like all the knowledge I needed was already within me. It mm-hmm. might not have taken the dimension that was like the way I was interacting with it in a book or something like that. But that if I really sat with myself long enough, I could, I could understand what I was thinking, what I was feeling and what I needed. But I know the conversation about like understanding what we need in these moments. Cause you're right. Some of this stuff is not fun. It's just not fun to go through. It's not fun to start over in a city. I don't care who tells you where you're moving. Like even New York, it's not fun. Like mm-hmm. it's not fun to try and start new friend groups in a new city. Like when you got your homies, but they're scattered across the country. Like it's not fun. Like, and there's a long-term reward to those things because we know the value of building community. But I started to notice things that I felt when I would be envious of other people because they were able to set their boundaries or articulate their needs. Mm. And I didn't know how, I didn't think I knew how in the moment. So it would be like somebody, the conversation that you said, you you know had to have this chat, like this doesn't align with my values and I need to go back and kind of recalibrate in this way, or I need to take this step forward. I remember somebody similarly doing something like that in regards to relationships. And I was like, I was like, wow, like, I can't believe I was like, kind of, I was kind of looking at this person sideways. I was like, how, like, who do they think that they are? And I really sat with myself and I was like, 
ah, it's actually that I would like to have that exact same conversation of like, here are my boundaries and I'm giving too much in this relationship and I need to take a step back because that's what I need to do because Mm -hmm. that aligns with my values. And I started to notice, I was like, oh, even sometimes I can have this abundance mindset. I can have all these like tools in my tool belt, but there was also some information bucketed in and how I was interacting with the world around me. And then I was like, actually, I need to learn how to articulate my boundaries and my values so that I can be that one that's like, before the shit hits the fan, mama's a step back. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw, I really caught that in myself. And I don't talk about that a lot because it's not fun to talk about, but I, you know, talking about how you might be envying of somebody else. But I think we do that a lot on social media for our twenties. We expect to be in this place. We're envious that somebody's traveling in Italy right now. And we say, oh, why am I not there? And it's like, well, you know, what do you need to, what, what are you not doing in your life right now? That feels like you're not going there. And it, it probably nine times out of 10 is not the trip to Italy. Like it's right. something else in your life that you can probably make movements or, you know, steps, steps to, create. to creating that space for yourself in a way. So that was like a big, huge thing for me yeah. um, and how I was reacting to other people. And I was like, I was not happy with my life at that moment. Like, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Jasmine, one of the coolest mindset shifts that um, I witnessed on your socials was this single mindset. Can can you just explain to the people what that is? Because we're in a long distance relationship, and there, are, I'm sure after our modern love series, there's so many people that are <laughs> coupled up and you know, that that just love the couple propaganda, as I like to say, because I'm a single I'm a single woman. But I when I saw you explain it, I was like, oh, my God, this is so intriguing. So if you could just explain that to the people, that would be great. Yeah. And I will say I've seen some like duets to that video and I'm like, oh, no, like <laughs> in the floodgates, like everyone's like, no hate to this girl, but I do not agree. We will know. We will protect it at all times. We will protect you. We got okay. the frontline crew being no, like, honestly, onto it's, it. it's been like so sweet. And on my social page, I've had people like rip into me. So I'm like, that's, you know, I'll take that. Respectfully disagree. I don't mind. Like, tell me why. So I totally can see how that's something that's like, that's so like jarring to hear, like having a singleness mindset while you're in a relationship. And quite honestly, I really only talk to like other women about this, especially young women. And I'll give you like prior context as to kind of where that mindset kind of came from. So when I was in college, like I said, I went to a Christian college. Everyone was getting like wifed up, engaged in college. At one point, my junior year apartment we used for someone's bridal shower. Like we were, it was just like pumping out marriages. And that's been a whole nother journey that I've gone on is like, why, like getting upset? Like, why are people getting married? This is ridiculous. We're supposed to be in school, whatever. That was a whole nother thing. But I remember I had a friend at the time who was in a really serious relationship and she just like loved this guy and she felt like they were going to get married. But as soon as she got into the relationship, she kind of turned on that like scarcity mindset, dropped all her friendships, dropped her dreams. And it was all about this guy that she was with. And I just remember it got so bad to the point where she was just like not showing up to our apartment. Like we would not see her for days. So I sat her down one day and I just said, Hey, if you in your mind really believe that you're going to be with this person forever and you have security in that, that should make you go harder on your dreams and with your friendships. If anything, that should make you go harder with 
who you are as an individual, because you know, one day, I mean, God willing, Lord willing, you want to be with this person. Why don't you like, why aren't you focusing on yourself? And so that's kind of where, and I've always kind of operated in that way, but I remember that was a really pivotal conversation I had with her. And just a lot of my girlfriends from there on out where it's like, no matter if you think you're going to be with this person forever or not, like having that mindset of, I'm still a single individual. I am still Jasmine. I'm still me with my own set of dreams and my own set of goals. And if my relationship that I'm in is causing me to forego some of those things, things that I've always held near and dear to my heart, things that are intrinsically true to who I am, and I'm not this, this relationship is not servicing me and I need to change my mindset. I think the best way to describe it is to ask yourself, if I were not in this relationship right now, what kind of decisions would I be making? Mm-hmm. And that's really hard. And like I said, I think a lot of women in particular, like we kind of sometimes default to like getting in a relationship and just kind of bending. And I'm like, girl, don't ever lose sight of those dreams. And I think, for instance, for me, I even mentioned in the video, I've always wanted to move to New York at one point, right? That's my own separate journey of like, wanting to move to New York now being like, what? but <laughs> always wanted to move to New York, but I'm in a long, I'm in a long-term relationship. I love my boyfriend and he's so great. He's in San Francisco. And part of the reason why I think in the beginning, I was like, I don't know if I want to move because I'm going to literally leave the person that I like love seeing every day. But I knew that in my heart, it was something I've always wanted to do. And I've always had visions and dreams of me coming here. So I knew I had to fulfill that and kind of put on that, like, single mindset had of like, okay, what does it look like to shift? Our relationship is there. It's always there. I love him. And we're very committed to each other, but also I have some goals that I still want to check off while in this relationship. So I think that's what the singleness to sum it up. The singleness mindset is about not foregoing your own dreams, passions, and visions for your life. And if it, if you're having a tough time doing that, like literally asking yourself the question, like if I wasn't here and I was single, what would I be doing? Because to be honest, I think we think very differently when we're single versus in a relationship. And we constantly kind of have to be checking in with that. So that's the that's truth. Where that came from. That's the truth. And I personally don't see how anyone can really argue with that. Though. <laughs> I don't, because it's like, I understand like you're, you're like single until married, like married is like, all right, like this is, we, we are a partnership. Like we make decisions together. And even like, as you're in a long-term relationship, like you don't have to necessarily be married to to like decide that you and your partner are going to make joint decisions. Right. But like at this age that we're in, it just feels appropriate to (laughs) go after the things that like you've always wanted to go after and not do things based on another individual. That's pretty much what I'm hearing you say. And I'm like, how could anyone be like, (laughs) no hate to this creator, but I just like, I'm interested to see what, what uh, other people's takes are when it comes to that. Yeah. And I think the relationship cloud that you like you get into when you do start spending so much time with somebody else is so real. So sometimes yeah. I think like, you're right. It is really hard to come above water for a minute and be like, <laughs> like, wait, like a bunch of things just happen. Like I'm navigating kind of my first, like really long-term serious relationship. And there have been plenty of moments that like, I catch myself and he sees it. Like, he's like, you're having a moment. I'm like, yeah, because like, <laughs> I'm like, it's so good. Like, but it's also, it's a lot. And you do have to check in with yourself, go back. And I, literally told him today I was like yo I could really see how 
somebody could get lost in the sauce. If I was like, if all of my friends were in relationships right now, I would be really hard to manage those relationships, those friendships. And I was like, so I'm telling myself, be cognizant of that right now, because what you do have the ability to is to influence how you set those relationships up for success in the long term, knowing that that's probably, again, the stage of life that we're going to see more people navigating. Um, and so it is something that's like just starting to ask yourself those questions. It's not going to be once you answer them, it's going to be like a clear as day. But I'm so pro that like internal curiosity of like, yeah, like how have you changed? Like, what would you be doing differently? And based off of the kind of those answers that you get from yourself, like assessing, does that still align with the life that I want for myself? And, or is it like so intertwined with somebody else that we need to do some unbraiding a little bit? So I yeah, think it's, yeah. it's definitely, I, you can even see myself. Cause I'm like, so what do you mean? The, the world isn't rainbows and unicorns right now. Like I'm with my favorite person. <laughs> she, right. she gets a front row of it. No, yeah, I think if you didn't have me always screaming couple propaganda in the household, she'd be like, so she'd, she'd be in the bubble of, of everything. But I think love is a beautiful thing. What do you mean? Love is, we love love, okay? But we also love going after after what we want. One thing that, another thing that I love um, that you've talked about, probably one of your most popular videos, Jasmine, has been talking about friendships. And I, again, agree with, literally all of your takes my girl <laughs> I'm just like yo like this girl is speaking facts right we're now stands. we're, we're stands. stands yeah because um you have this video where you're talking about like the tears of friendships and they're the thing about talking even on TikTok I go back and forth with kisses immediately when I'm talking as a content creator on TikTok I'm like I've got to take it down because I really mm. don't care for people's opinions yeah and like if, if people started stitching myself I just feel like oh my god like I literally I just <laughs> she can't. says this because a few times her hot take has gotten lots of no it, <laughs> it was just one time it was like the I was talking about height I was talking about tall women women sticking with uh, tall men and like short women it was just like a, it was just like a thing and then like people were like really like go like just commenting and doing a bunch of stuff and I was like bro like I really don't even care to hear people yeah. this social media is just a vortex but your video got like a million plus views um, on talking about the concept of tiering friendships. And I know a lot of people had some hot takes. So if you could just like explain that as well so that people can hear. Yes. Another revelation that I've had in my 20s, as I, as you mentioned, like leaving college and that bubble in and of itself was like a world, like earth shattering experience for me, specifically because my friendships all changed. I'm di- I haven't seen some friends in like since I left in 2020. <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah. And so it's like automatic long distance relationships now that you're in with some of your friends. And therefore expectations are going to shift because not everybody is good at communicating on this thing. Not everybody wants to talk on the phone. It's draining. It's exhausting. We were in 2020, everyone's Zooming. And it's like, I have Zoom fatigue. I have digital fatigue. So for me, I've always kind of done this, but I saw actually a video of a girl saying that she had a similar system. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't find her video, but I ended up finding her. But I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been doing for years. And this is, instead of seeing your friends as like, okay, they do something wrong or an expectation isn't met. I got to drop them and like burn the bridge. 
you instead demote your friends, which sounds <laughs> awful. And they don't need to know mentally in your mind. But I think what it's about is managing expectations and not putting so much pressure on them to show up exactly in the way that you would have expected them to show up. And this takes discernment because sometimes you do got to drop some friends that are not showing up in a certain way. But I'm talking about like getting upset because you haven't heard from your girl in like a month, right? Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, that's not even a great example, but even sometimes like my friends are going through their own personal self-growth journeys since graduating. We're not the same. We're not hearing the same messages and like in the same lectures and getting educated the same way. And so I've seen a lot of my friendships, like my friends in and of, like they are changing so much in a way where sometimes I'm like, I don't really like agree with what you're doing. And I don't really like line up. Our lives don't line up. But what do I do? Do I drop that friend entirely? Is Are they harming me? No, I think our friendship just needs to kind of shift. And maybe instead of, in my mind, I have tiers where it's like tier one, tier two, tier three, and like whatever one, I think I said one is like the closest to you. Those are my girls, my BFFs. That's a very small circle. Then I have like just good friends. And then I have tier three, which is like, those are my acquaintances that I probably won't talk to that often. So seeing your friendship more on like a scale of like, okay, maybe in this season or just right now, this person has changed so much that I really don't have much in common with them anymore. It feels a little forceful to try and engage the way we used to, but do I give up on this friend entirely and drop them? No, maybe I just shift them from a one to a two. And that's something that's been really freeing to me because I used to be of the mindset that was like, I'm once I'm done, I'm done. And I literally lost three of my closest girlfriends from like sixth grade through college. Like I dropped them in college. I went through like a whole thing. We had miscommunication issues and I was like, I'm done. Like I've been having problems with y'all. Y'all clearly don't want to be friends. If I would have had that tearing mindset, then I probably would still be friends with them. But I like made the fatal mistake of just burning that bridge. And that's something I will have to live with forever. But that kind of is where that mindset was birthed of like, okay, I'm not going to put so much pressure on my friendships. Life has flow, ebbs and flows. So do friendships, so do people in their lives. How do I still care about the friendship and make sure that I'm still in contact and friends with these people and let them kind of go on their own journey and also recognize that there's seasons to everything. So that's sort of where that, tearing mindset comes in and I think yeah. it's really helpful as we're all navigating like our own seasons of change yeah no for sure and I think there's a disclaimer you don't got to tell those friends that they got demoted I think yeah. that's what people think <laughs> people think that's like you just telling people like nah you that does not come no. with your package like, like a, a zoom <laughs> meeting just pops up on their calendar of yeah. like this is our one-on-one checking and, and no and then it's like so I've gathered y'all all here because you're also you can see each other in the same position if you would like to elevate your package status to the premium yeah I don't right. think and I think that's really where it's like people get so rowdy it's like what how could you and it's like no this is like an internal inventory for you and I think it's I really do think it's a both and and it provides an opportunity to really also get clear on what type of friendships are you looking for based off of where you have those absences because sometimes we say and we talk a lot about this it's hard to start over to do new to you know you do and I think specifically a lot of black girls I know or black women you know you come out of undergrad with your crew like the, the ones who helped hold you down and like kept you afloat and then you go everywhere else 
and people do grow and they go into different directions and it is hard to keep up with that. And you always have this kind of core memory and you were part of each other's growth. But I tell people sometimes I'm like, make room for other people to show up in your life. But if you're constantly holding on to this, like there ain't no more room on the bus for you, then I'm like, then you're limiting your opportunity to have that experience where you're, where you're at. And you might need that when you're talking about like, dang, I miss my girls. I miss this. It's like, well, you know, how are we making room for that here? And that's really hard because again, it's not saying that like that part of your life is over, but it's just like, if you don't know where those gaps are, are they really showing up for you? Like, are they, is the girl's trip going from the group chat to the actual girl trip? If not, then like you either need to go alone or you need to find somebody else who's going to go on it with you. But I think sometimes we just, when people are talking about like, oh, I need new friendships or I want those sister vibes. I'm like, you have to be very clear on what you're looking for and what you're asking for. If it's just community, like you could join a, you know, a yoga class, like you can find right. those niches. But if you don't know what your inventory looks like, you might be looking in the wrong spot. So I think it's really helpful to have that kind of process to kind of mark where people are. Um, Cause there are just some people I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like you could probably, like, even if you murdered somebody, like I'm coming, I'm coming to your, like, I don't, you don't care if I talk to you. You're going to jail to visit them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there are some people who have like the ultimate, they would have to do me like wrong. That's so funny. And I think I've always had that mindset of like tears. I just never necessarily had the language for it because I have this group that I literally call the Holy Trinity. So if you're like in the Holy Trinity, it's like, (sighs) it's unbreakable for real. Unless like you really did me dirty, like on some Kevin Hart, like <laughs> showing my, showing my wife that you shoot, that I'm cheating on her <laughs> and trying and trying to blackmail me for it or something. I don't know. But, um, I think I agree with you all. I think it's super helpful to have that com- not even necessarily conversation or, but just like have the frame of mind of understanding, like there are some people that, you can just like shift around. Like there's, there's literally, I'm 23 years old. Like I'm going to, I'm going to shift you if you feel, if I feel the need to be, if I feel like you need, uh, need to be shifted. Um, but I think this has been like a super insightful conversation. And I really encourage people to check out your socials because you're like literally spitting out gems. You're spitting out gold on TikTok. Um, I'm curious though, is there any other advice that you you'd have for other black women or just women and are in their twenties, like navigating life. Like you, you already pretty much spit some gold earlier, but if you have any words for them, if you could say something, or maybe even something to your younger self, what would it be? Yeah. And I'm like, well, who is my younger self? I'm like, I'm still her, but also <laughs> not. I'm like, but You're I like, she yeah. is me. I am her. We are we. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm still with my life. You mean yesterday? You, you're, you're like <laughs> the self from two hours earlier today. Yeah, literally. No, it's, it's, I'm like, how old am I? I anyway, that's a whole other thing in and of itself. But I think for me, and something I've been really tapping into is we talk about the summer and a lot of times your routines are thrown off and some of that gap in the lack of organization is scary because you're left with a lot of alone time. But looking back on the past two years, especially for me, where I had a lot of these formative things and mindset shifts, it came from like the very hard work of going into solitude and being alone and checking in with myself. Like those pulse checks, like none of this is possible without 
having self-awareness. And the only way you can have self-awareness is if you check in with yourself. And that doesn't always look glamorous and it's not always fun. And it's not always like this fun self-care moment. Sometimes it's moments where you're triggered by something you see on social media and you are like, okay, I need to go journal. I need to go figure this. I need to go cry. I need to go do whatever to figure out why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And so I think one of the pieces of advice I would give to young black women who are navigating their twenties right now, and just, I love the word flow as we talk about being in flow, like really make time to deeply check in with yourself and make it in a way where it's a regular part of your routine. I know we're busy. We're navigating so much. We're juggling so many things, but the only way that you're going to have that like beautiful growth is if you do the ugly hard work. And like I said, a lot of times it's ugly, it's not beautiful. It's not something you want to put on TikTok or make a like aesthetic montage about it's ugly. And that to me is where the real work is done is in those moments where people don't see you or you have a close trusted friend and you're just like being real raw, raw and honest with yourself. So um, to me, that's been what's carried me through these last two years. I would not have known any of this if I didn't have quiet time, time where I literally like, I have no plans this weekend. I have zero plans and all I can do, like, of course I can do fun stuff, but like I'm alone in my apartment by myself. What do I feel right now? Mm -hmm. And it's in those moments that I've really unlocked a lot about myself. And I'd say like those lessons that you learn are invaluable. You'll learn them for yourself. You'll pass them on to your girls, pass it on to your kids, your family, and it's healing. And so I'd say like, don't be ashamed to have those moments of solitude and do the work because I promise you the work you're doing now, it's going to like benefit tenfold in the future, not just yourself, but so many people around you. Wow. The ultimate gem. You, you asked for a sprinkle. I know. She, gave me <laughs> she, she went into the mine and she, <laughs> she cracked away and brought me a diamond. But it really does remind me. I think something that I still have to remind myself of is, you know, the best time. I think it's I don't know if it's like a Chinese parable or African parable, but it's like the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. So like, what are you, like, what are your values and what are the seeds that you're putting down that you're hoping turn into those like beautiful, you know, manifestations, Mm -hmm. those beautiful aspects of your life. And I think you're right. That happens in moments with yourself and just knowing that you don't have to do it by yourself because there's also a community of other people who are centering that mm-hmm. is some of like the most beautiful, like that gives me the chills of just being like, that's, that's the world that I want to be a part of. Yeah. Um, and even amongst all the noise and the chaos right now, it's like to know that that that's to me, a light that we can all tether to, which is within us. And that's really beautiful to know. Um, so just thank yeah. you for that. That was like a really, I needed that reminder too. And I I'm sure other listeners appreciated that. Same, literally same. Thank you so much for sharing that. And we love to end our episodes just by asking our guests, what does flow mean to them? We kind of talked about it earlier, but in your words, like what does being in flow or just the word flow mean to you? Yeah, I'd say the biggest thing is recognizing that you're not a finished product and you probably never will be like, speak on it, speak on it, Jasmine. Like, I'm never done. And that can be both, it can be daunting, but it can also be very freeing to know that like who we are today, what day is it? July, I don't know what, sixth, sixth, fifth today, 2020 is not the person, you're not cemented in stone. Time 
doesn't exist that way. Life doesn't operate that way. And so again, going back to that, like thing we talked about earlier, like giving yourself grace, letting go of those expectations, like you're in flow. Life is constantly, it's like, I think of it like water in a stream, like it doesn't stop and you will continue to grow and blossom and become something so beautiful. Um, it doesn't mean that there's an end destination to anything as well. So some of those like expectations in your mind of like, I need to be here. It's like, according to who? Like life is about having flow and being flexible and knowing that like there's things you can't control and, you know, you're never going to reach this like, aha, this is it. I can be done with all my like self-growth and I'm done. I just bought a house or whatever these like things are. You're like, I'm done. It's like, there's always things to be done, but also that should be freeing because you know who you are today doesn't need to like define you necessarily. So I'd say flow is definitely how I've seen the last years of my life. And I'm sure I love, obviously it's the name of the podcast. I'm sure many, like you both have felt that way too. And giving yourself permission to change and grow with life because we're not meant to be the same person that we were a year ago. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. That was so special. That was so special. And let me tell you something, Jasmine, you need to like be a like speaker. You need to have like meditation playlists. Like seriously, (laughs) if I could just, I'm probably going to have to like replay this podcast just to hear you speak because it's just so soothing and it, and it just feels right on time. And I'm sure that our listeners feel the exact same way. So thank you so much. And before for, we we yeah. jump off, I know everybody's wondering, drop your handle. Cause yeah. I know people are like, if this is what she dropped just in the time with Liv and Lex, like they, I need more. So let us know, you know, share with the listeners where they can uh, find you on socials. Yes. You can find me at jazz.what, I believe is the name of my TikTok handle. I should probably figure that out. I know that's my Instagram for sure jazz j-a-z dot w-a-t-t if not just like search my full name jasmine why i feel like it'll come up somewhere um but yeah feel free to like give me a follow i definitely i love that you mentioned like being in other platforms i've been kind of my wheels are turning i'm like i need to get on youtube so i recently just like linked my youtube channel and i'm like okay i need to do stuff so okay maybe more coming in the future because i definitely love this like long form content yeah great speaking it into existence truly like we we see so much for you so thank you so much for joining us on the podcast and like always we are signing off with peace love blessings bye guys bye thanks for having me all right that wraps up our episode this week don't forget to go check out black girl flow podcast on social media And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.